This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk, and this is the Digital Savage Experience, episode 53, Conspiracy Theories. So there's a lot of them out there on both sides of the aisle, whether you're conservative, liberal, you know, Democrat, Republican, what have you, you, you have your views and you have your conspiracies that you think have happened or are planning to happen. So I saw someone on social media, it was actually a homeless person, in the post go off on a tangent about all these crazy things, but a lot of them made sense. Some of the groups and stuff he mentioned, not necessarily were the Illuminati or Stonemasons, the usual kind of New World Order stuff. It was a few groups that I've never heard of, so I wanted to look into them. And kind of bring back some information for you guys and kind of my opinions on it. So the main gist of this person's kind of rant, the homeless person that I saw, was that our government is made of two parties for a specific reason, basically to create division and basically misinformation and confuse people and distract people in terms of what they should really be looking out for, but basically pointing out that Technically, if this is true, it's hearsay, you know, this whole conspiracy thing, that both parties are controlled by the same elements that, you know, control the whole world. So there's a few groups that were mentioned, one of which is the Council of Foreign Relations. It was founded in 1921 in the United States. It's a nonprofit think tank that specializes in U.S. foreign policy and international affairs. One of the founding members is Rockefeller, and the basically becoming a member of it, it's kind of a revolving door, so you can't hold the position of power to be in it, but you can, you know, get off of the council, and then basically hold office, leave office, and then get back on the council, so it's kind of sketchy, but they shape a lot of foreign policy decisions, a lot of domestic stuff, push a lot of th- things through on the global level that nobody really looks out for. So, I mean, there's a potential for this group to kind of influence, obviously, the world order and changing, you know, global political climates. Another group is the Bilderberg Group that I never really heard of until I looked it up. So, it was founded in 1954 in the Netherlands. It's basically a elite secret summit with world leaders. It's invite only about 120 to 150 invitees per year. This happens once a year. Basically, there's an agenda um, and people talk about these things on an agenda um, in terms of like how to solve problems, how to deal with specific things that are challenging currently in the world. But apparently, you know, a lot of like backdoor deals are done and a lot of 
policy decisions on a global scale are done. So if, you know, this group of people wanted to influence or mold some kind of new world order based on the power in that room, they would probably be capable of doing that. And the third group that was mentioned in the social media post is the Trilateral Commission, which was founded in 1973 and basically brought private sector leaders to discuss global issues. And basically, this was kind of an attempt, or can be an attempt, to consolidate power um, globally and basically put it in their hands. It was founded by David Rockefeller, so Rockefeller was mentioned a lot in terms of kind of these circles. Um, and, you know, I think David Rockefeller is always, and the Rockefellers, the, you know, the old robber barons and things of that nature were always thrown into that New World Order, the influencing group and the Illuminati talks. But these three groups combined, obviously there's people that overlap in them, but these three groups could possibly mold a New World Order or a new kind of system of governing or create some kind of, you know, in their idea, utopian um, society or however they want to mold it based on the amount of power they have. Um, from seeing a lot of things in government and around the world history, from Ukraine and Eastern Europe, from where I came from historically, power nine times out of ten corrupts, even if you're a good person going into it. There's a lot of things that, you know, will seduce you in terms of power. So there's instances of that being corrupt. But also, other than this, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense in everyday society. I mean, there's a lot of things that are nonsense that if you really look into it, it's just smoke and mirrors to get your attention off the main things. So there's like these, you know, whistleblowing things and these nonsense things to get your attention and get you away from policies that are being shaped that you're not even saying anything about that will influence your lives, your children's lives, even your grandchildren's lives. Then there's crazy stuff that happened in, in the news or like, let's say the Vegas shooting that happened somewhat recently. All these people disappeared in terms of witnesses. Um, it happened. Obviously, it was a sad event. You know, numerous people died. And then almost it seems like a week later, nobody's talking about it. Then there was that random like Ebola, Ebola scare in, in Texas a couple years back. It was like one week. And I, I remember distinctly there was some things that were trying to get passed and back and forth, um, you know, policy discussions. And this happened in terms of every news outlet was covering it. And then they stopped covering it almost automatically. So it's just like. These crazy things pop up in terms of scapegoats to get you away from like what's really going on in terms of policy. Obviously, there's the whole deep state, dark state, whatever you want to call it, the puppet masters behind the government, you know, a certain handful of people dictating policy as well. And that's a possibility on, on both fronts. But I mean, the way the country is going, it's there's a lot of misinformation on both sides. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of hate. So I think everybody should just collect some facts and come at it from a clear mind. I think having discussions nowadays, especially, let's say, on social media, it's just like an attack. 
It's not anything factual. It's all emotion driven and opinion driven. If you're not bringing facts, like how are you going to like make a case? It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. What are you really going to do? Like you're not coming prepared to do battle. So I would advise everyone to look into things. It's funny that YouTube actually announced that they're cracking down on conspiracy theory videos. So usually they're not going to start suggesting anymore. They usually suggested or were able to suggest conspiracy like videos as suggested videos to people. Now they stop doing it to kind of drive or not drive panic and that kind of stuff. But it depends what conspiracy side you're looking at. If they're only conspiracy theories driven by, let's say, you know, conservative viewpoints and on the Republican side that they're blocking versus, you know, more liberal beliefs that tend to be democratic, then that's more censorship. I mean, we already saw censorship from Facebook, so YouTube started censoring as well. So it's kind of a one-sided argument, but that's neither here nor there. But until next time, guys, I just wanted to share with you. If you guys got any other topics you want to talk about, feel free to reach out. Rate the podcast on iTunes. I'd greatly appreciate it. Share some feedback. Near future, I'm going to have guests. So if you want to be on, you know, hit me up via email, via direct message on social. And until next time, guys, take care. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.